Uh, here's a weird question. If you could only have sex with one guy for the rest of your life, who would it be? You're supposed to say what comes to your mind immediately. It's the point of this this exercise. Well, I kind of thought like you, and I was going more like Harrison you thought Ford. Me. You're picking me? Is that Are you? you? No, you. Oh, no, you're I, going I, me. That's a good choice, Dan. You know, fine. Fine. A I know we get along, and then, you know, once a month, we just, like, you know, just fuck a little bit. Or just I'll, a little bit. I'll jerk you off. I don't care. I, I think that's a good choice. I mean, if I were me, I'd go with me. There you go. Fine. But thanks for not choosing me, dick. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie, episode 190, except this week, very special guest, Eddie is fired. I fucking fired him off the show. No, he's on vacation. I gave him I gave him the week off. You know, he has to put in time. He's got one show off a year. I let him have off. And instead I have one of my best friends, super great friend of the show, Josh Redden is on the program. What's up, Josh? Danny! Danny boy! Oh, Danny! Thanks for filling in. I, you know, it's funny, every time... I think you, you've been on one show, I think, with Eddie? Um, or two, yeah, maybe? Maybe one or two. I, you're my first person I think of. You and Mike Bodge, whenever Eddie can't make a show, and I appreciate you filling in on, on short notice and helping out. And shitter, man. Right in the righty. I'm ready. You know, I think this is like your, what, seventh show? Uh, at this yeah, point yeah yeah i think so well, somewhere around there i mean of the 198 congratulations that's uh that's a big you. number thank you well yeah so let me say this so i do have tons of new listeners who may not know who you are and they're thinking who the fuck is this guy why should i listen dig i love eddie dig, dig into the archives yes so i'll post a link with some of josh's old shows and the short introduction of Josh is that for years we worked together. We were work best friends, butt buddies, if you will. And you were one of my first guests. We've done some boozy shows together in person. We've got a long history. We're both devilishly handsome and super good on the mic. Smooth jazz, as it were. And you're always a great guest. And you've, your life has changed so much over the four years that we've been doing the show. So much. Oh, Daddy, yeah. If, you, if you'd have told me 18 months ago that I you know, would be where I am now, you know, ha- happily married, mm-hmm. father of three, uh, not drinking. Zero not, drinking? It's, it's rare, Dan. I mean, I, I, I fuck with my wine, still have my spritzies. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's rare, man. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty well off the sauce. Um, when was the last have- time you got shit-faced? Like how I used to do, or like you did shots. You had drinking cocktails. You were out till three. You know. I mean, I think it's. I think it's. It's been since the incident. What incident? The the incident. You know. I mean, when I went down. Oh, when you were really sick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I went down. Gotcha. And you're back. And you're I, I good. I refer to it as the incident, Dan. Okay. No, that makes it sound ominous. Yeah, the incident. You're about to say, too, that you don't have a lot of sex anymore, right? Never, dude. Absolutely well, never. All right. Pause on that. So you had a, your, your lovely wife, Jamie, had a baby, what, two months ago? Little no dog. Two months. Yeah, well, two months old. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty incredible. It's, uh, I, I can't really describe it. I mean, I, 
I, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, obviously, with your three lovelies. But I just, I just didn't realize what it was, what it all encompassed, and the and the feeling of it all, and and the joy. It's 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 really something. Well, the other thing to know about Josh is he's 63 years old. Yeah. So everyone around him has had kids for years, and you finally had a kid. No, Josh is not that old, but you do. You were probably one of the last of your friends to have children, and so I'll never say that you were the guy who would give people a hard time about not going out. You weren't really that. But what I do think you were, and I know you were for me, is you were like a bit of a steam release valve. Like I knew when we hung out, we'd have fun because you didn't have kids and you and I could whoop it up. But now that you do have a kid, I actually appreciate you even more because you get it. You get the struggle and the love and the joy and the hard pain of the whole thing. The insane sleep deprivation, just, you know, that your life isn't yours anymore, uh, you know, planned by the, t- you know, feedings every two hours, and then, and then there's the pumping, and then the, the burping, and then the changing. I mean, it really is a, a full-time job, and I, I wouldn't trade any of it for the world. It's all worth it, 100%. I sound like that goofy, sappy dad. Guys, do it. It's the best. I know, man. It, it really is. I, I think I had to have the other. Yeah. The, the forty, the forty years of complete debauchery and irresponsibility, and and just and just fun, sure. And the travel, and just just all of it, living, you know, being able to kind of do whatever you wanted for a long, long time. And I didn't understand that. Well, my friends couldn't just pick up and fly to, you know, whatever San Diego for the weekend or mm-hmm. go to the baseball game. I was like, come on, why not? Now I get it. And I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't do anything anymore. I mean, it, it truly is. I mean, all weekends are Costco, Home Depot. I bought a lawnmower the other day. That was my big event. I bought a Toro. Oh, nice. Toro. Yeah, the Toro. They, but they, did you know they make them where they fold up now, Danny? Dude, thank God. It takes up your half your garage oh, back right. in the that's, day. Yeah, so I'm mowing lawns and, and uh, you know, just doing it all. Heating up, heating up bottles and, and uh, living the life. Good and, for uh, you, man. It's it's so nice, and, and you know, I it's no su- surprise at all that you're a natural and you loved it. But you know what? I think there's two ways you can go. I got married young. I had kids young. So you know, Nicole had me locked down, and we were married and in love when I was I don't know 24 or something like that. Just so, out of college, right? You didn't even get to go backpack through Europe or any of that any of that jazz. No, and just and tear through a bunch of Greek strange and mm. English mm. weirdos and none of that. And I'm fine with that because there's there's two tracks. There's that track where you get to go and just spill seed all across Europe and Western know, and Eastern, yeah, Western and Eastern, and do your thing, and then you lock it down. But for me, and I guess this is what I keep saying to myself is when I'm 50 or 48 or something, once my kids are out of the house and hopefully I've got some coins in my pocket, Dunsey. Dunsey, Dunsey, right, yeah. and then I get to go to Europe with my wife, and you know, have a nicer trip. I don't get the strange Greek vagina, mm. but that's okay. I get my you know American girl vagina in right. Greece. It's so. a partner, no, because I you know, and we don't get to share that. I mean, Dan, I'll be, I'll be sixty when when Noah is, uh, you know, damn near when Noah's graduating high school. And and now you just don't want to be that old ass dad, and I and I, and I you know rip around because I, I have the, I have the two wonderful stepchildren, and I go to soccer and football and take them to school, and I I keep looking at the dads and kind of sizing them up, you know, like well I'm not I'm not as old as that dude, 
Right. Um, but I will be when Noah's, when Noah's that age. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, Dan, what I need your help with, and I feel it already happening. Mm-hmm. And the good news is, is we still are in a business where we, where we get in front of people quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So you can't completely let yourself go. But how do you not just become that dad who just doesn't give a fuck and starts mobbing around in cargo shorts and like slip on Sanook shoes and, and like a Hurley t-shirt? Like how, how do you keep yourself from just falling into that pattern? Cause I, I'm, it's already happening. I know. I, I will say this, like when you and I work together and we were in an office and we're meeting clients, that definitely helps keep the envelope pushed in terms of saying stylish, yep. but you know me, I, it's just not my cup of tea. Luckily my wife, Nicole, that is hers. And so she always keeps me pretty cool and pretty fresh. And if she catches me looking like I had a pair of slip on Converse that had paint on them that were nasty. And I just was like, I don't care. I'll wear these goddamn things. But then when I could tell they started to turn her off and you start to feel like you're not going to get any action because Mm. of your slip on Sanooks and all that shit, that'll whip you back into shape when your girl starts to, uh, you know, not look at you as lovingly as she used to. And I'm keeping current. I think the other thing is, is, is it's Denver too. I mean, Dan, I wear shit out that I wouldn't have worn in my home <laughs> in Sacramento. I yeah. Mean, in, you know, my little pad on 34th, right by the bistro, the front door was always open. So yeah, people would always park in front of my house and just sort of stop in for a, for a spritzy or a, or a, or a shooty pop or a right. So I always had to keep myself pretty put together, even when I was just hanging out at home. Sure. But now, dude, I'll go out in shit that I cannot fathom ever wearing. <laughs> Costco, Dad. It's horrible. But I think it's I think it's Denver. It's just it's Denver is so uh you're either like super crunchy, like bro who's like into IPAs, but you're not like a hipster IPA drinker. You're like the hoop earring with like a little jewel on it mm-hmm. and some burks and like, you know, like a you know, a beer t shirt kind of guy. Right. Or you're just like the like the uber athletic outdoor guy right like who rolls around and like in your in literally your running shorts but not like basketball like workout shorts that we'd wear to the cac right our old gym motherfuckers rolling around in like the the ball hugger shorts that like come up like you know beyond mid-thigh Jeez. And out. So we're out at, we're out on a Friday in our big night out. We pack up Noah and the little baby carrier and we're out at this little, you know, kind of hip bistro scene that we can walk to from our house. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're at the communal tables, which I'm just not a fan of because you either got to meet people and talk to them and tell them your story or you just, you get so caught up in listening to what they're talking about that you can't really get into your own vibe. But anyway. And, so and real, real quick, all you and I do is talk to and meet people. I don't need to meet other strangers and find out what they do. However, every once in a while, you you and I are also business guys, so it is nice to meet folks like that. And you find out like, oh shit, well maybe, blah, blah, blah. but still, when you're out with your lady, you don't need to hear some other asshole story. You want to hear your lady's story. Yeah, you just don't care, and and especially in a new town. And but everyone here is also so friendly, yeah. and they want to know. I mean, people will literally invite you over to their house on a first meeting. Hmm. Like, just come over and have a beer. We're always around and or ask you for your number it's just we're snobby californians man we don't we don't fuck with that shit but anyway so i'm sitting next to this guy and he he's got those running shorts on and he's got these long beautiful muscular legs right and he's he's sitting cross-legged and we're at the communal table and i'm just so happy to be next to him and we're literally rubbing and i'm wearing just you know a nice stylish pair of flat front you know 
short pants. Right. I don't fuck with those cargo shorts. I, I just can't. Come on. Come Keep on. yourself cool. Yeah, stay away from those. But we're, we, we're, we're continuously touching skin. <laughs> and it's my, it's kind of like my mid knee, you know, caressing his upper thigh. Right. Both and hairy. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. And I just keep looking over this guy like, how can you wear this in a public place? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's my whole, and you know how I'm about all this shit, like flip flops in public place. Right. You know, bitches who wear their jammies on the airplane. I mean, I've right. got, a, I've got a lot of things, but, but this one, I, I, so I, I just, I couldn't enjoy myself, mm-hmm. but I did, but I did realize that I'm, I'm almost becoming that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm here with you tonight and I'm still in my workout clothes and I went to the store in this and I, it's, uh, you just become, you just realize that things just aren't as, uh, earnest as they used to be. Mm-hmm. You just, you just don't care. You just don't care. I haven't slept. I've got a long day at work tomorrow and I really just don't care. You know, but, the other thing is too, when you're married and not to say that you stop trying so much, but when there's this like, there's no clandestine meeting of some girl on the subway or at the library where you kind of <laughs> always feel like you have to have your shit somewhat put together. And maybe Hollywood makes you think like the one day you're out wearing your retainer with your hair up, no bra, you bump into your dream guy and you know, you're, whatever, you figure it out. But I do feel like when you're single, you have a little more pressure to always kind of have your shit together. And not to say you turn into front master either once you're married, but you're right. It just, you become less, you're, you're very self-aware, but you just don't care. You just don't care. And it's all good. And you just roll with it. So I think you're a cool dude. And even though you're a dad and you're going to be an old ass dad with like gray hair, you're, look at your grandpa who, we talked about this on a couple of shows ago. We, we, we redid your backyard and he was out there and he was in his eighties swinging a shovel and digging rocks I mean, that's going to be the kind of grandpa and dad you are because it's just in your blood to oh, be man, that I way. Sure hope so. That's sweet. Thank you. That's my favorite episode we did. The, the Tahoe, sitting at my great dining room table at the Tahoe house. Yeah. Drinking cocktails. I think, I think we were smoking in my house because I, I, I can smoke it. It's my own goddamn house. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Uh, Drinking that was, Greyhounds or yeah, something. That was, a, that was a great episode. And, and really, you got, to, you got to know my grandpa, who is one of the most special people on the planet. So oh. A good one, it was an honor. It was an honor, <laughs> so you'll be fine. You're a cool dad, and I mean, I still feel this way. I'm 35, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly like a, a full man at this point, but when I go and see other dads on sports teams or school functions, I still feel like they're my dad and they may be my exact same age because they're totally. dorky as shit. Yep. yep, and that's just the way it'll always be. You'll always be a normal, cool dad. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, I still I look at all the other dads around me and I think those aren't my peers. No. Not, not even close. Okay, good. I'm glad. All right. Well, yeah. that's 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 reassuring, because I'm I'm really enjoying the hell out of it all. Good. Uh, it's uh, it's good. Yeah, it's good. good. All right. So listen. And he's, so, and he's a looker. Have you have you been have you been following? You know, he, of course. he gets a lot of likes on the on the networks. Of course. And how could he not be? You're good looking. Your wife is beautiful. If you had an ugly kid, I'd ask your wife some questions. Maybe it wasn't yours. So you're. Well, yeah, I was really glad to see him, you know, not come out, you know, with a huge black cock or something. I was, I was <laughs> it was, and the whole thing was pretty surreal because it was, a, it was a C-section. Oh, um, was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're at the doctor just for like our normal check-in, and and the doctor's super cool, and he comes in and goes, "Hey, uh, you guys, uh, how you guys doing today? We're, you guys good? We're, yeah, we're, we're good." He's like two two four sixteen two twenty four sixteen. Two times two is four times four is 16. That's pretty cool, right? 
like, what is this fucker talking about? He's like, that's your baby's birthday. February 24th, 2016. We're having a baby today, folks. And Jamie and I are like, the hell we are. Family's coming out next week. It's all like, hell. like fuck you. He's like, nope, get on your little phones. Uh, we're having this baby today. Why? And, um, it, he, he just wasn't, it was time. He just wasn't being nourished. He wasn't, he wasn't growing in the, in the placenta. And, he, and so he needed to, needed to come out. It was time. And uh, so he, he was a little guy, 5'10". Five, five, uh, and I knew he was going to be a giant because I'm, right. I'm not a huge man. Jamie's, you know, not a big woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's a little guy, but and uh, but it was it was surreal because we we went from just thinking we were going to the doctor and maybe sneaking in a brunch from back to work. Yeah, like back grabbing the bag, getting the camera, and busting us back to the hospital and had a baby like three hours later. Yeah, have uh, a little brunch, maybe one more bang before yeah. the the big show. Yep, all C- that was part of it. And a C section is no joke. You know, Nicole had a C section with Evan, my first kid. And I think they don't really prepare you for a how hardcore of a surgery it really is, and your poor wife is just ripped open. The they lights pull- and the yelling and the screaming. Oh, I mean, and here's the thing too. This is a pro tip for anyone that doesn't have kids. If you ever see on Facebook somebody's picture with their baby and they're wearing scrubs, that's a C-section. Like that's like a a, a sign that like oh boy uh-huh. they ended up having to have a C-section. You don't the dad doesn't wear scrubs. In a normal delivery. Like, that just doesn't happen. But you're right. All of a sudden, you're wearing fucking scrubs. The lights, it's crazy. And then your wife just went through major surgery. So you have to take care of her. You have to take care of the baby. I mean, I really feel for a dad that may be one of these, like, piece of shit dads who doesn't expect to have to do much. And if his wife has to have a C-section, oh, boy, he's in for it. Well, the good news is my wife is a stud. She's an absolute superstar stud but yeah man i i mean you know even just immediately after i got to have that kind of two hours of just him and i while she was in recovery mm-hmm. and just to have that immediate moment with this life you created that that does really look like you and you know has your mannerisms and and you're staring down at this living being that you that you made yeah. and i got to have i got to have two hours with him um you know while she was recovering, which was which was super cool. That's nice. And then yeah, the last two months, I, I I just never thought I was even capable of what it is that I do right now. Mm. Um, and and not even that, but not just being completely pissed off about do, having to do it. Right. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm I'm way into it. Well, just you know? wait. There there'll be times when you're going to be pissed about certain <laughs> things, but right now, yeah, you're still in euphoria. Hey, before we move on from this, the birth and stuff. I have a personal question to ask you. Mm. Did you snip it or not? Snipped it. You oh, did. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh man, I wish I, I would have told you not to. Why? Did, were you there when they did it? I did it. You cut off his own. Oh no 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 oh. no 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 no. Oh, the umbilical cord. Of course, I, no. The umbilical cord is still connected to your son. He's still. He, no, of course you cut that shit. No, his foreskin. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You did cut it off for sure. Why? I Tell mean, me why. I guess you know. I grew up in an era where the, where the non-circumcised kids in school wouldn't even take a shot. You know, like playing sports and stuff. You'd all take showers after football practice, basketball practice. They would never shower because they were so ashamed. Now I know it's a different time, and I know it's a and I know it's a different. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's just times are more accepting, and kids aren't as cruel. Um, but. I mean, what would you, if you were a girl, what would you rather fuck, man? Are, do you, are you not circumcised, Dan? No, no, I am. And yeah. I circumcised both my boys. 
and I just I regret it. It's why? Because it's pointless. There's it's no not. reason to do it. It's, it's not, not safer or cleaner. And you know what? The numbers are going down every year. That, Think that's about the other their thing. wives. Think about their wives. But dude, by the time my kids are fucking, their girlfriends and wives will have sucked off some dude with a turtleneck, guaranteed. It's mm. almost like 50-50 now, man. Like, it's really... The tables are turning because, dude, it's, first of all, it's some stupid old religious thing. There's yeah, no reason Jesus to did. do it. Jesus did it, okay? I don't think Jesus did do it. Because yeah, Jesus did, was Jewish. Oh, yeah, okay, he did. He did. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Sorry. And you're right. All Jews had it done. I'm totally backwards on that. Yeah, yeah. But he, the, the thing about him was he did it when he was a grown man. Did he really? He's fucking Jesus. You know what? Eddie's dad also was circumcised when he was like 16. Wow. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. But, okay. I listen, I, like I said, I did it because I, I'm circumcised. I figured my kid would want to look like me. Mm-hmm. But now it's just, like you said, it's a different time. Less and less people are doing it. And I, I just probably wouldn't have done it. But I, I was there with him the whole time. And it, and it wasn't, he, he barely even. I know. He didn't even feel it. And he, he's, got a, he's got a solid looking little package on him. You know, and I, I just, you know, I wanted that. <laughs> I wanted that. <laughs> I wanted to breathe and live on. No, I, 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 it was tough. Jamie certainly didn't want to do it, but she left. She left this one up to me, and mm-hmm. and um, and I, I, I got my way in, in that one. But well, let me sorry ask you. If I'm offending anyone out there. No, you're not. Most people, a lot of people, still do it. When you jerk off, you use like lotion or something, right? Or do you not? Uh no. Not that you, so you okay. So you're circumcised, and you just with your dry hand. You're a dry guy, up and down. There's other things that happen other than up and down, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. Okay, listen. <laughs> I know you haven't listened to the show in a while, but we had a whole huge debate, like a multiple episode debate about this, because I will never jerk off without like lotion or something like that. I have. I'm a moist man, huh. and so a lot of listeners wrote in to say, "No, I'm a dry guy," but a lot of the listeners that don't use lube are uncircumcised because their dick foreskin. Almost acts as like you know, acts like, as a lubricant, right? right? Or like their own like like some friction, exactly. So yep. they don't need lotion because uh-huh. I, I don't want to dry, rub a dry hand up and down on my sensitive meatus, my dick mouth. So that's well, just I, me. I kind of stay away from that area. So do I. Very sensitive. Very sensitive. Very sensitive. All right. Well, to uh, keep it, no, to- I I keep it I keep it dry, and uh, but but my whole thing is I can't I can't be in the shower. I, ha- I can't. I have to be laying down. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, I can't do it. I have to be fully laying down, and I have to have kind of uh, things. I, I always have to have some sort of visual stimuli. Right. Um, a- with, AKA with, porno. Yeah, with audio. Can't. can't, can't. So I got to go headphones. <laughs> like at home now, I got to go. Oh, dude. I got to go headphones, full audio, and then you know it. Um, it's a lot. It's a it's a pretty quick practice these days. So I, I'm in I'm in and out. Isn't that the irony? As a guy, when you're married, <laughs> you have to like jerk off and try to come as fast as you can, because and then the, over the weekend you're trying to fuck your lady, and you want to last for two hours. For just hold on, because you're just so <laughs> excited that you're finally doing this, and it's just yeah. You, you, just earlier this morning, you, you just socked it out in thirty seconds, and now you're trying to hold on for ninety, you know, ninety minutes. Yeah, it's, you, you know, it's depressing. It's the too. cruel irony of it all. Well, so yeah, so like you now that you're married and you have kids and you realize you have to like, you may start jerking off in the shower. I'm just going to put that out there because that may be the only place in time you're private enough. Not and so you finally are doing this. But then the sad part is like I was having sex with my wife the other week, month or whatever. And I remember thinking in my head like, 
I have to make this last because it just doesn't happen as long as often as it used to. Right. And you got you just I want to stay here. I want to stay in this zone. I want to be inside as long as I can because as soon as I come, it's over. Totally. And then you know a week later or whatever days later, it'll be here again. But yeah, things change when you've got a lot else going on. No, my life has been a 180, and been in a good way. I think the last episode we talked about, I call it my my second half. Yeah. Went in the locker room. Now I'm out playing my second half and just just taking a whole new approach. And uh, oh boy, it's good. Speaking of second half, I'm watching the Warriors here while we do this little ditty. Yeah. And uh, they're down. This is not evergreen content. You can't talk about current base basketball on the show. Wow. What do you mean? Because, you know, a lot of people find the show and then they go back and they listen to all the episodes. Yeah. So I try not to talk about topical things like a sports game that's happening right now. So don't ruin my fucking show, Josh. Hey, bro. I forgot. All right. I, and I, I'm just I, such a You have such a, a devout listenership and now I'm offending them. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. So you did mention you did have a baby and I, there is a time off period. You're not supposed to have sex. And I think that's the lady's body way of saying, look, motherfucker. Yeah, we're, we're not. That. We're not getting pregnant again. Yeah, and I think was wasn't that something? No, I was thinking in the Jay Z or the. Did you follow any of this Beyonce Jay Z stuff where he apparently cheated on her during yeah. that period? Right. Come on, man! You can't just hang out there for a minute and just wait for your goddamn wife to heal up, and and then have sex, Jay Z. You're such a such an animal and such a horny man. Yeah, he's Jay Z. I mean, you can't, I guess so. Yeah, you can't go without that long. But the first uh, time you do have sex after the baby, it's 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 not like it used to be, but it's still good. It's it's that equipment down there takes a lot of healing, man. It's it's no joke. Well, then again, in your case, C-section dogs, C-section, she remained good. perfect. That's true, it's like Britney, like Britney Spears down there. Now we're good. No, we're we're through it, and uh, good. It, it's good. And uh, yeah, it's uh, we're 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 starting to to become a couple again, which is which is nice. Attaboy. But the other thing that's tough is we don't have we don't have family here. So you don't have that trusted agent to mm. take little Noah, you know. And so we we need to we need to find a nanny. We need to find a nice. Yeah. I don't want to stereotype, but I just I want a I want a nice big snuggly cuddly sweet Hispanic woman <laughs> who's just gonna hold my little baby and just 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 engulf him in her love. Yeah. And her and her and her body, her girth. Right. I just want. I just want. I just want a big, soft lady. And call him Miho or yeah. something. <laughs> Miho. Yeah. Is that Native American? No, Miho means like little boy. <laughs> you sure? That's like you think of like Navajo <laughs> or something. Miho. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know. I, you know. I'd love my kids to learn some Spanish and come home to just like homemade tortillas and yeah, that's that's what we're looking for. Nice. Not racist at all. I, oh, I think no. you're just saying, yeah. look, you know what you want. And that's I know what, what I you want. want. Well, yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I want. And and uh, we're gonna, I'm going to have it. Attaboy. And so, and so is he. Yeah, yeah, so that's happening, Dan. That's good. That's and, exciting, uh, my friend. There's, there's other things, you know, you can, because you can't, I just don't also want to be one of those dads that that's all you talk about now. But yeah. when we did our little catch up, we didn't even mention it. I mean, we talked about all kinds of other shit. We still gossip like two little girls. I know. And, and we caught up on uh, some, 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 relevant television yeah um which is which is great mm -hmm. which is great I, but we can't you know the one thing i refuse to do is talk politics it's such an atrocious time right now in our oh lives. my god especially today disaster. and not yeah like i said not to make the show evergreen but yeah well whatever what a disaster yeah it's crazy. i actually feel really bad for some of my republican friends that are like normal well-adjusted friendly you know yeah. people that like gays don't care about any of that 
but they're just everything else that Republicans stand for. They're and, fiscally conservative. You right. Know? There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. And maybe even they like guns. Cool. Whatever. But yeah, I feel really bad that now that they have Trump, that's it. And that's their guy. What are they going to do? do? It's Eesh, a disaster. We yeah. need two more parties. I've said it all along. Because one more party would throw the whole system off because whichever way that new party swayed, you know, if it swayed left, then it just completely fucked the Democrats. Mm-hmm. We need two new parties. Yeah. And, and the Republicans can just, just continue to go as loony as they want to the right. And there just needs to be a nice little moderate party for normal people, you know, yeah. who, who are fiscally conservative but socially progressive and, and, yeah, think that gay people should be married and women should have a choice. But, you right. know, should also, you know, I mean, I'll always be a hardcore Democrat, but there, there needs to be some common ground because this two-party system has just gone bonkers. And now these poor Republicans, I mean, how can they, how can they get behind that curtain and punch, <laughs> and punch that dot for that, for that uh, aspect? I, I mean, it's just, how could you do it? I, I just feel like, right, do it. and I just feel like him as a guy, he wanted to become president as like a publicity stunt. And it's almost like he, they just, everyone just kept calling his bluff, calling his bluff. And now he's here and he's, he's going to be president potentially. And that's just insane. Insane. I, if anybody listening to the show is like a legitimately a big Trump fan, like send me an email and let me know why. Cause I feel like there has to be, he keeps winning and crushing. So there are people out there that really do like the guy. And it's not just because he says what he wants. And you know, it's a sad commentary of where we are. I'll tell country. you, I'll tell you what, there's behind my house, a, a nature preserve. And there's a bridge that was handmade by some of the people in the area to co- to cross like a little three foot creek. And then all of a sudden the bridge was gone. And then somebody sent out an email to everyone that said, hey, the Parks and Recreation Department took the bridge down because it's not ADA compliant, <laughs> meaning like a wheelchair can't go over it. And meanwhile, this is like a nature preserve where there's not even trails. It's like off-roading, but this is just like a footpath that hundreds and hundreds of people go on every day, and they took this bridge down. So get this, now in order to get a new bridge, because this is like county property, it has to go through the army, because army engineers have to be consulted on like every publicly funded bridge. It has to go through the U.S. Wildlife and Fish and Game fucking department because it's a nature preserve and it has to go through the normal channels of the government here in sacramento and it has to go through ada compliance so this tiny little piece of shit bridge that a dad made one weekend of some two by fours got pulled down and it's going to be a year or more and this is why people get so mad and they lawyers thank you dude seriously and now this is why people like trump is because of stuff like this because he's like this is stupid i'll build you a bridge Tonight. So I get it. People are frustrated and ugh. Rightfully so. And there, you know, every once in a while there's a kernel of something they'll say or else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is Danny. It's crazy. That's not a politics yeah, so podcast. I still, I still want to get back to Cal- I'm missing California. Yeah. I, and I'm actually I'm missing Sacramento oddly lately. Yeah. I miss that quaint little town. It's that a good little, place. That little silly city. Sacktown's a good town. It is. It is. I miss it a lot. And and, and being in Denver's been been phenomenal. And you know, we you and I both get to travel. I was in Seattle last week. I was reminded of how special that city is. Mm-hmm. It, as I was, it wasn't that I was sending so listeners. I was sending Dan photos of all of our little places that we would that we would haunt when we were tearing apart Seattle in our 
in our 20s 30s yeah the, the best place josh and i would go is this russian bathhouse and just we would just butt fuck each other all night no we go to this place it's called banya five and maybe we've talked about this in the show but it's one of these like you go into a hot bath and a cold bath and a steam room and there's all these weird russians running around it's one of these places that's fun to go to because it has a slightly weird almost not dangerous but just bizarre vibe to it and i think as a person it's important to put yourself in those situations but still but still super clean and and, and sort of classy and 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 like bougie in a way too. Yeah, but yeah. So you're in the you're in the baroque, the 220 degree baroque first, and and you uh, you get whipped with some sort of branch, like uh, eucalyptus leaves or something. Yeah, it's like a big bush mm-hmm. that you kind of. And, and you and I never really took it that far, but it was fun to watch the others who did. Yeah. But then from there to the the cold plunge, the 50 degree cold plunge to the tepid 80 degree pool that you then float in and salt water, I think. Yeah, naked, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was but, nice. And it was always weird when there'd be women in there with us. Yeah, it's yeah, it was um, communal or whatever. Yeah. And there's always guys trying to spit game. And I mean, I was married and it's just, you and I never really went there for that intent. But it's a weird scene. And I think it's cool to put your body in situations like that. It just, it's like you're really living. Like you've, yeah. you gotta, you gotta do these things as an easy way. So yeah, if anybody has a thing like that, in their neighborhood or city, check, go to it. It's good. Check it out. Check yeah, Banya, it out. Banya Five. Yeah, there's. And then Vanny and I were so into it. Pretty much any city that we would. Ryan Vanny, our old coworker, we would go to uh, any city we'd be in. We would sort of look it up, and, mm. and and go try it out in New York or try it out in Boston or and uh. But nothing, nothing comes close to the Banya, the Banya yeah. Five in Seattle. It's phenomenal. That's a good one. So, yeah, it's good to be back there, man. There's a lot of memories in that place. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's such a, such a gorgeous city. It's great. Uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's one of my favorites. But, it's a great um, place. Well, listen. So a lot of times in the show, what Eddie and I do too, unless you have anything else you want to talk about, is tons of listeners send us in questions to the show. I don't. You want to burn through a couple questions before we call it a night? Would love to. All right. So yeah, every week we get lots of questions. Anyone can email us, saveitfortheshow at gmail.com or go to our website, saveitfortheshow.com slash contact. You can be anonymous. You can send us a voicemail. You can do whatever you want. And here's a, here's a couple. You know, this one's funny because you and I work together. And when you work with guys, you're constantly shitting in bathrooms around them and talking about it. So this poor guy wrote an email to say he was in the bathroom and he had his phone on his leg while he was taking a shit because mm-hmm. that's ubiquitous nowadays like you take a shit you bring your phone yeah like Le- I- left-handed always with the left hand phone in the left hand you're wiping with your right <laughs> and only an animal would wipe and then touch their phone that's disgusting common, common practice so this poor guy was wiping and the other thing is he's there's only there's one bathroom in his entire company so i get the, the scare where you take a shit you flush right away so that's his move. The shit hits the water and you flush to try to save the stench, except he flushed and the water shot up and that dirty, shitty poop water got all over his balls and his dick and his ass. That's a terrible feeling. Yeah, it happens though. He shoots up and his phone falls on the ground on the, the bathroom floor, which is just the filthiest floor on earth. Yeah, yeah. And that this poor idiot... Um, his question. So this is what's funny about this is a lot of people 
write in and they tell me what their demographics are. This guy says he's he's a black male who's 75 and lives in the rural Vatican City. You think that's real? I mean, I do think you are far-reaching, Dan, and, and very polarizing, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know. 75. Yeah. Vatican. How'd he find you? He didn't leave me an email. or I want. To, I really wanted to know, so much so that I wanted to ask on the podcast that this fella write me, please. He's a longtime listener and a regular toilet user, he says, so please let me know if you really are real. Was there a, was there a question in this story, or this this is just a, a a yarn? It's a yarn, and I just had to mention it because if a seventy five year old dude in the Vatican listens, I, I sent that to him. I'm sorry. I, I, I uh, it seems like it was pretty well written. <laughs> you know, here's a question from somebody who's a friend of yours. No okay? way. Yeah, and she didn't know you were coming on. She just you've posted about the show or something, and she just started listening. I think a lot of people don't expect the show to be as good as it is. And they find themselves surprised, like most of your friends, when you probably share this on Facebook. And they stick around. Because, yeah, right on. Good you know, so this gal says, you've probably touched on this before. I have a lot of catching up to do. But how does your wife feel about some of the stuff you guys talk about? I'm sort of putting myself in her shoes. And my eyes get a little big a few times. She must be pretty chill. <laughs> <laughs> and she's right. My wife is very chill. But I've definitely gotten in trouble a handful of times and i thought this was funny because you and i there are still things that we can't talk about oh god no i mean there's things that especially now that you're married and for years we always said like oh yeah man next time you come on the show oh boy we'll talk about that story that'll I be just let all it out yeah oh uh, i mean there's a few uh, yeah well maybe one day <laughs> Who who's the listener who's my friend uh there's a woman named ariel Oh, right on. Yeah. Sacktown. Sack Sacktown. Then the funny part of the second part of our question is, do you ever have people you don't know join you and Eddie? That could be fun. Well, you know, we don't often have people we don't know, but every once in a while I'll have someone I do know like you, Josh. So shout out to Ariel. Yeah, keep listening. Yeah. And I'm, I'm building your listenership, Dan. I knew I, I, knew I would. Yeah, no, our, our past shows too, I think we, we would get a little uh, – a deeper too, but you know now that you know now that I'm a married dad, I just you know I gotta tone it down. Tone it down. You got a lady at home. You don't want to embarrass me. I I embarrass my wife all the time and get in trouble, but I don't want you to wear that shame mantle. <laughs> no, that's great though. That's okay. Okay, here's a good question. This one's about drinking, so hopefully you can answer it since you're you know a wet noodle now. Mm. Dan always talks about drinking Coors Light and Fireball, but I've seen. But, but I've seen all that Pliny and Russian River beers he's getting into on Snapchat. Why do you hide your love for craft beer? What else are you hiding? So pause real quick. Man, it's a good thing Fireball wasn't around when you and I were drinking, or I'd probably be dead. Like dead. Like literally dead. Because I love Fireball, and you and I would take shots and shooties and mm. shooty pops all the time. But mm -hmm. Fireball was not around. But you don't strike me as much of a Fireball guy. No, I'm not. Yeah, I, I I'm a I'm a tequila guy. If I'm gonna shoot something, mm -hmm. um, that's that you know that's a good tequila, right? And slowly, you know, slowly sip my reposado. Uh, no, I don't I don't fuck with Fireball, but I love my bullets. Yeah, no, right? me too. And I love my man Moses, and I and I still I still will drink those in the morning before snowboarding. Oh, you you gotta! I drink a man Moses every morning if I could before I went to work, but oh my I, I'd be a 
be a bit of a problem. Yeah, no, me. there's the, the, the crushing bullets and drinking a mimosa is some of the greatest things. And all that, do, are you drinking that shit now? You're drinking plenty and all that, all that stuff. You know, I will. I, it, the thing is, like, and on my do snack, you really like it, or do you just do it because you think you have to? I do like Pliny, and so to tell everyone that's not from Northern California, Pliny is uh, an IPA made by a brewery up here, and it's really hard to get. It's like what twelve bucks a bottle or something. Well, you remember when my buddy, my buddy Kevin, used to brew there, and he'd bring up cases of it to the Tahoe House, and I'd just have Pliny coming out of my ears. That was before my time. I, I don't think I ever really had it or liked. I mean, IPAs are everywhere now. It's almost obnoxious how much IPAs have taken off, but it's like. The most coveted good IPA in this region, and I Snapchatted. I'm big on Snapchat these days, buddy. You got to get on there. What are you, 16? See, huge misconception. Yeah. Huge. You would like it. Super fun. It's way more raw and silly and disposable. I, I get annoyed with Instagram and Twitter because it's around forever. But with Snapchat, if I want to post a drunk, dumb thing, it's gone in a day. It's not around forever. It's yeah, you don't fun. have to worry about your brand. No, that's interesting. In fact, it makes my brand, quote unquote, my fucking brand, even more fun and interesting because it's way less pressure. And it's, if I want to do a stupid Snapchat of me drinking a beer, I can. I wouldn't you, post that on Instagram. Do you tweet anymore, Dan? I mean, you. I do. Yeah. I, I'm still pretty active on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, you can like Fireball. You can drink Pliny. Don't let anyone fool you. You can drink shit and you can also drink fancy stuff. And that's Amen okay. to that. And that's okay. Uh, here's a weird question. If you could only have sex with one guy for the rest of your life, who would it be? Wow. Yeah, so let's break this down. Now, are we talking about a good-looking guy, or is this the rest of your life? Like, I need a... This guy has to have a good personality. Right, right. Now, I think you've got to go more... Because I probably wouldn't be as interested in the actual sex... Right. ...as the rest of my life companion. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I definitely have to be a pitcher. Like, do, do gay dudes solely only, like, give and not receive? Or do if you're a gay dude, yeah, do you kind of do both? Top and bottoms? You know this. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're a bottoms, you never fuck another dude. You always just take it in the ass? I believe that's how it works, yes. Not for fun every once in a while? You're not just well, like... let's just switch it up. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I, I'm curious. So, I guess my point being is that I, I can't imagine myself catching. Like, I have to pitch. And that's not like some, like... Oh, I'm such a fucking man. I got to give this dick to a dude. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I really th I asked my wife this question and she's like, well, does that mean I should pick a girl? Like, am I supposed to pick a woman? And it's, I, 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 what do you say, think? I'm, I'm going Clooney all day. I mean, because I think, I think, <laughs> I, I think Clooney and I would be pals anyway. Yeah. You know, I think, I think we'd get along. Yeah. Like, you know, like his character in like, oh, brother. You know I mean? I, I just, I love, I love, I'm, not, I'm going Clooney all day long. I like that, you know, and he's famous, and you could talk about whiskey, and you could travel, yeah. and then every once in a while, maybe he's 69, you fucking blow him, you know? Yeah. He's, I'm sure he's got a good-looking dick. It's bury my, I bury my cock in his balloon knot, and it's great, and, and, we, and, then we, and then we go watch baseball. I wonder if Clooney is circumcised. I bet he is. He is, yeah. An older guy like that, was just yeah. like pristine. What if it turned out Clooney had like a tiny mouse dick? <laughs> maybe I'd catch. <laughs> he wouldn't even care. He'd be like, throw that sprinkle in my butt. Go ahead. I'm fine with that. What about uh, John Hamm? I've heard that he's got like the biggest dick in the world. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and I do love him. We never talked about the last Mad Man. That was that was great too. Um, yeah, that was good. That was, that was fantastic for us ad guys. 
Mm-hmm. No, that was a great show. So you, are you saying you're going ham? No, no, no. I just meant more like it's funny when you think about celebrities, and not only is that guy rich and famous, but he's also known for having a big dick. Like, come on, man. Come on, come on. You're stalling, Dan. Oh, I don't know. I really thought hard about this. I am I supposed to say like Brad Pitt, or I was trying to think of a celebrity. You're supposed to say what comes to your mind immediately. It's the point of this this exercise. Well, I kind of thought like you, and I was going more like Harrison you Ford. Me. You're picking me. Is that Are you? Yourself? Not you. Oh, no, you. No, me. That's a good choice, Dan. You know, fine, fine. I know we we get along, and then you know, once a month, we just like you know, just fuck a little bit, or I'll, little bit. I'll jerk you off. I don't care. I I think that's a good choice. I mean, if I were me, I'd go with me. There you go. Fine, but thanks for not choosing me, Dick. <laughs> are we are we gonna go back to the uh, not in the not top eight friend? I know. I'm not even one of your top eight friends. <laughs> that's fine. You got too many friends. Yeah, you know, let's talk about one of your stupid best friends. When did I say that to you, though? That it just made you so upset. But you know, I'm not like really mad about it because I know that you and I have a a special relationship that you really don't have with anybody else. And even if I'm not, uh, there's no silly number. But yeah, let's talk about your buddy Jonah and his movie real quick. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of all your other hundred friends, Jonas. Jonas. Sorry. Well, I get confused because he's he's playing a character in his movie. So yeah, go ahead. Talk about Jonas's movie for a second. Yeah, so I mean, um, you know, not to not to you know do too much, but uh, a good friend of mine, Jonas Ball, great actor, um, kind of kind of broke out with a role called The Killing of John Lennon, which if you you know are, are movie buffs, you go go check it out. You, you really learn that story a little bit, and he's he's just he's a super talented, phenomenal actor who just never got his break. You know, like never, you know, he's not he's not uh, he's not John Hamm. Mm-hmm. He's not uh, he's not Clooney, but he could. Yeah. Um, so he's he's making a movie. Um, a lot of the the, the comedy or, or sayings that he'll have, and then remember, he's also very tight with Tyler, who you've met in New York. Yes, Mikey. Yes, and in that group, my 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 alter ego is Mikey. Mikey White. Uh, get the chatch, Mikey. Because because it's like Michael Knight from Knight Rider, but 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 like a huge cokehead, Michael White. <laughs> and, and so we all have these kind of alter egos and, and these, these, these personas that we, we like to do when we're together because I think you know, we all fancy ourselves actors at, at some level, but they really are. Right. And, so, and so Jonas is, is really, um, I think, taking one last swing and he's written a, a really, really clever, funny movie and he's raising money for it through you know, the old classic Indiegogo campaign and it's going well through through you know Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I think you know raised up over ten thousand dollars for this film. But just just do yourselves a favor, and if if you like Dan's comedy and humor, which is fantastic, and you just and you like really unique, clever, smart stuff, check out Walnuts the movie, uh, mm-hmm. and you can uh, probably the best place to kind of get the get the goods is at the uh, on on the on the YouTube, yes, and uh, and, and and just check out a couple. And you know, if you if you want to throw five ten bucks at it, fine. But just if anything, just go be entertained by by a very talented guy. Yeah. Uh, who um, I I kind of uh, take a take a lot of my comedic style from. But he's he's very very smart, very very clever, and I think you'll you'll like it. Have you watched any of it, Dan? I have. It's funny, and you know, as like another guy, I have a day job. I mean, I'm not like. You know, I'm not even at bat. I'm I'm in the stands still when it comes to comedy and and doing something with my life in that regard. But whenever I see someone like him who's putting himself out there, chasing a dream, doing something, I really respect that and I really appreciate it. So yeah, I'll I'll post a link to Jonas's 
Indiegogo and some of the stuff. It's definitely worth checking out for sure. Yeah, thanks. Sure. No, I'm, I'm proud of him. It, it's exactly when you see people who are just so insanely talented and and stayed true to their craft, you know, through through all of it, and and now you know you're sitting here at forty and, and you're still fighting for it. It's it's incredible. Just like what you've done with, with the show. I mean, well, listen, it's, nah, it's it's very 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 cool when when people thank you, know, you take that leap of faith and put themselves out there and, and believe in who they are. And it's uh, but yeah. Wallace movie, check it out. It's funny stuff. I will. It could potentially be a real treat. So should we move on to a real treat before we wrap up the show? Yeah, you know, obviously I've been so caught up in... Well, hold on. Time out. Freeze. I've got a good one. Freeze. So you haven't listened to the show in a long time. First of all, a real treat is kind of stolen from Josh because you used to say, like, what a treat. This is a treat. And I sort of uh, aped it, I guess, four years ago when I started doing the show. Real treat. But we actually have a theme song now. What? Because you got to understand to come back to the Walnuts the movie that that what a treat is is Tyler is is Terry Ruggles. And oh, is it that that I adopted from Tyler? That then you adopted from me. Oh, okay. Tyler is actually in the Walnuts movie. It's so all full circle. All full circle. That's hilarious. Well, I have a theme song. One of my amazing listeners wrote a theme song for the show, so I'll play it. <laughs> yeah, I'll play it. Here it is. Come on. It's that time again. Come on. All right, so Josh, what is your real treat this week? Well, well, obviously, other than my beautiful newborn son, Noah. Of course. Uh, As you know, I'm a pretty big Grateful Dead fan. Ugh, sorry. And and, well, and I'm also a huge national fan, the the, the band National. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they just released this incredible record of, of Grateful Dead covers with all of their pals. So War on Drugs covers Touch of Grey. Um, Phosphorescent covers Sugary, which is one of my favorite songs in the world. Um, Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Um, all, mm. the, all the great bands that I'm into now are covering these, 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 these dead tunes um, really, really beautifully and well, but highlighted by, by the you know, just incredible voice from, from the national singing uh, Muddy River. So that album just is, has been out you know, a couple weeks now. And that is my real treat because it is, it is a special listen. So make sure you uh, check that out as well. Sounds terrible. Oh, dude. Come on. I'm dude. just kidding. I you know. Remember, I, you remember when I yes. had a live dead in the office? I liked it. Best. And I, I really do like Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Thanks for turning me on to them a year or so ago. Yeah, I'm that. sure it's great. I, I, I like to give you a hard time about your noodling music and and all that horseshit. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. But it's I mean, good. But I'm pretty eclectic. I mean, I have a pretty wide range of music tastes. You do. Um, you do. And I, I usually try to turn you know you on to some of those. But you turn um, me on. You're my life man, who I jerk off once a month now. So it's good. <laughs> yeah, check it out. So that that's that's my treat right now. It's it's, it's good stuff. But it's not going to be my outro music. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So let me. Uh, my real treat is it's also media. And I'm late to the game. I mean, look, you're going to feel this way now, too. You're going to be seeing movies a year after they're released. TV shows months after they air. And so I just started watching Love on Netflix. Have you watched this show? Dude, the best. I love it. It's love it. Terrible name. Like I, They could have come up with a better name just because it's so general and I don't know. 
but and it takes a little bit to grow on you like but once you're like three episodes in man and there's something about it and i joked with nicole that i almost feel like the guy is a very totally exaggerated version of me and the girl is an exaggerated shittier version of my wife like that's i feel like that's that's kind of how our relationship is i have a huge crush on the girl oh my god she's perfect she's the coolest yeah no the whole show is phenomenal no when you when you now are at home and my best friend sheldon who you know well said you know redden just during this time enjoy being at home yeah <laughs> just take just savor those moments we watch a pant load of television so yeah, yeah love girls um better call saw got into that danny oh of course my favorite is that your favorite I think that's my favorite television show right now, Better Call Saul. Yeah. More than Thrones? I think so. Game of Thrones is like watching an action movie, porno, just great thing. But Better Call Saul, there's just something deeper about it that hits me. I, I don't know. We were watching old episodes of Arrested Development last night. Like, this is how we've watched pretty much anything current you can watch that's worth a shit. Yeah. Uh, so now we're back rewatching Arrested Development. And and Saul Jimmy, I, I don't know who the actor's name is. Bob is Odenkirk. In, yeah, he's in an episode in the first season of Arrested Development. I think like the fourth episode of the first season. You know what was almost my real treat this week, which I'll just do this as like a sub real treat. Is have you ever seen Mr. Show? Uh, I've seen Mr. Robot that I love. Oh man, dude. Okay, so Mr. Show, it's on HBO Go. It's a sketch comedy show from like the mid '90s, and it's. Jimmy, Bob Odenkirk, and David Cross. It's it's their sketch comedy show wow. that was on HBO. And I'll tell you, it holds up. It's pretty funny. Like, if you need something to watch, there's four seasons of it. And it's almost this, like, Seinfeld, uh, I don't know, sketch comedy. It's weird. It's just the two of them. There's a lot of actors who are famous now that you would oh, recognize in it. Yeah, Mr. Show. It's really good. And they're young. Yeah. It's it's twenty years old. I mean, the show. It really goes to show you too. Bob Odenkirk. It, it's taken him twenty years to be as famous as he is. I mean, your buddy Jonas. Jonas, Jonas he's got a chance. Yeah, he can do it. That's he right. can do it. All right. Well, look. It's the end of the show, man. And I appreciate you coming on, taking the time. And you know, it's selfish of me to use this time as <laughs> a way for you and me to catch up. But I always like having you on, and I think the listeners do too. So, thank you. And I miss I miss you like crazy, buddy. It's uh, it's, uh, it's hard being so far apart, uh, but I will be in California for three weeks in July. Great, I'll see you then. Come on up to Tahiti, bring the family. We'll we'll drink rum runners. We'll uh, great do it like the old days, my friend. Love I, you. I would love that. So listen, we're saying goodbye. I love you too. And what song should I be playing as we say goodbye? <laughs> You're gonna go. It's called. Hey kids, it's called Hey Kids. It's uh, from it's from the Walnuts movie, uh, <laughs> performed by uh, by Sarah Joe Jonas's wife, and it's uh, it's funny stuff. So nice. We'll, we'll roll out with that one. Nice. Well, I actually can't play it. I made a rule on the show where I don't play music anymore. Well, you know, I could probably play that song. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's his. Yeah. It's his. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna play it. I'm playing it right now. Here it goes. All right. Great. Okay, well, listen, otherwise, this has been episode 190 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. We're going to live in life if not be willing. 
Again, what you in that? Listen no. up, pills and no more I'm killing, no more sex and no more drinking. Hey kids, you know what's cool? Living cool, cause it's cool be willing. Being cool if you start chilling. Again, who's your daddy? Teddy Mark, my maybe your daddy. Again, you got your mommy, cause when you cry you need a mommy. Eggie!